Welcome to the Paradise Paradox. I'd like to present another interview I did with my friend while I was in the temple of Wat Tham Krabok in Thailand. And this one is about meditation. So my monk friend there in Thailand is an experienced meditator. He's been meditating for many, many years. And actually, even his superiors in the temple, the head monks and nuns, normally defer to him when there's a question of meditation. So he is an expert in the field. And in this interview, we talk about the different kinds of meditation, some of the, the breadth of different types of meditation, about active meditation, like imagining something, visualizing something, focusing on an image, and passive meditation, letting your mind go where it will, and also about mindfulness meditation, focusing on an action and stacking levels of consciousness on top of each other. So let's get into it. Again with my friend at Wat Tham Krabok, and he's going to tell us a, a little bit about meditation. So I've learned a lot about meditation while I've been here, and I remember the, one of the first things you told me was the most important thing is grit, just sticking it out, staying staying with it, and that's. Uh, <laughs> why did I say that? Sorry, did I say that? Yeah, is that is that wrong? Did I misinterpret it? No, no. <laughs> I'm not sure it's the most important. Okay, okay. Tell me more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it can be the most important thing. I don't <laughs> have to think of something else that's more important. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Well, that, so that's it. Like when you're sitting down, you'll get all these distractions in your head, you know, excuses to, uh, not to do that or like impulses. Uh, I know I always get about after five or ten minutes I get the idea in my head like I should get up and do something else because this isn't very interesting and uh, to to be a good meditator you have to like deal with that yeah yeah um, apparently meditation is not interesting hmm. uh, but for me, for me it is hmm. Maybe it's a matter of uh, vividness. Mm. So, for instance, if you want to meditate on a physical form, uh, you can you can imagine the face of somebody that you love. Uh, that's a legitimate object of meditation. Mm. Uh, but so for me, if I meditate and imagine a face, I can stare at that face in my mind indefinitely. Mm. It's not boring to me. Um, I can spin it around in 360 degrees. I can light it different ways. Like, yes. Uh, there's a creative aspect of meditation, I guess, that maybe is the difference initially between it being interesting or not being interesting. Uh, but yeah, in my experience, meditation is not dull. Uh, 
every different kind of meditation. It is uh, kind of beautiful. The, I don't know, maybe, I guess it's like photography. Uh, if, if you're first getting interested in photography, maybe you have really strong tastes. Like, oh, that, I really like that picture, I don't like that picture, this and that. Mm. But after a while, if you like photography, you just like photography. You know, if, if some little kid wants to show you the photos they took on their iPhone, that would be interesting to you. Because yes. it's photographs. Um, so I guess, for myself, consciousness itself is interesting. Mm. Like, uh, my mental screen itself is interesting. So just having the space and the time to look at that without distraction, for me, is very very pleasant even. Uh, it's not an effort to me. Um, and again, maybe it's like jogging. Uh, for some people, jogging is takes lots of effort. It's kind of unpleasant. Yes. But for a jogger, they want to jog. Jogging is the best part of their day. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that just comes through having a certain level of fitness. Um, yeah, so uh, maybe it's about relative access to the, what, the state of meditation or something like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like this an initial hurdle when you, when you start. It seems very, very uncomfortable and unusual and, uh, and you don't, know, don't really know what you're doing, even, you know, even confusing. Um, but once you reach a certain level, I guess that's when you start to get the enjoyment that you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Uh, maybe it's a little bit like a lot of times in, when we do something, we've done something naturally. Uh, at a certain stage, you want to break it down into its components. Uh, like when I was younger, I used to play sports, and one of the sports I played was basketball. And, you know, I played it for fun and I got quite good at it, but there came a time when I wanted to um, get better technical sense. So I had to take everything and break it down. Like take my jump shot, break down its elements, and practice each of those elements and then recombine it into a new kind of jump shot. And that's kind of awkward because you have a natural way of doing things, which you all of a sudden you're trying to change. And uh, at the end of this process, hopefully you have a better jump shot, but right at the start of it, your, your shot becomes terrible. This idea of stacking cons or stacking uh, things that you're aware of, 
So uh, you told me, like, while we're sweeping, I can be aware of, of the movement of the broom, the sensation of the broom in my hands, and then you can be aware of your breath as well, and, and aware of uh, maybe the visual field as well. And uh, tell, tell me more about that. Okay, so... Uh We'll start classical. So, if you look at classical meditation technique, uh, you would start off with, uh, say, a mantra, a phrase that you're repeating. And in the beginning, just keeping that phrase in your mind and repeating it takes energy. Uh, but after a while, you can do it pretty easily, um, to the point whereby maybe you can repeat this phrase in your mind and still think about random things simultaneously. Um, so um, once your mind gets stronger around this technique, then you add more elements to the technique so that as your consciousness is growing and expanding, there's enough of a scaffolding to hold it so that there is an empty space. Um, my analogy from computers is it's like a certain amount of RAM. space will have a, 
a distracting thought which will lead to a cascading chain of distracting thoughts. Mm. Um, yes, the more you can fill up your awareness with whatever it is you're trying to do in your meditation, the more protected you are from distraction. But, on the other hand, there is the opposite of this technique, which is the just let your mind do anything and watch it. So, I guess maybe in a sense, like you have your meditation object and then you have uh, your awareness of that object. And these two things are necessary in meditation. But one style of meditation, you're focusing on this object, like your breath. somewhere for the first time, um, you see things that you don't normally see. Uh, and when you go there for the second time, it seems much shorter, like it seems closer. And that's because in general, your mind is now passing out a whole bunch of uh, information. Uh, you're not as aware the second time as you were the first time. something I, I try to do like if I'm walking through my, my own neighborhood I will try to see it as as if it's something completely new like it's just sprang into existence and I'm enjoying all these you know these shapes and, and colors as something completely new well that's a beautiful meditation technique everything is new thanks so much for listening guys Uh, I wanted to tell you, this is probably the last episode of the Paradise Paradox that I'll produce for a while. Going to be diverting my energy into the new project, which is Cryptonomics, Principles of Cryptocurrency 
and investing. So I'm in the process now of preparing some notes and videos for the new project and I'm thinking about how I can make it more interesting, more compelling and more exciting, more cinematic for the people who are watching on YouTube, trying to put a little more art and creativity into it to make it something fascinating and trying to build an audience more quickly than we've done with the Paradise Paradox. So if you're subscribed by a podcast outlet such as iTunes or on Podcast Addict, you won't need to press subscribe again because I'll put the, the, the links to the episodes up on, on the old websites and that means you'll automatically come up into your podcast feed. So you won't need to worry about that. For the rest of you, I hope you'll come along and join and support me. I'll keep you posted when I get the website and everything up so you can jump on board and start <laughs> listening to some interesting research and ideas which can guide you on your journey through cryptocurrency. So thanks so much for listening. Once again, remember to stay present and have a great day.